focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Ezekiel 16 from verse 1 through 6. Again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations and say, thus says the Lord God to Jerusalem, your birth, watch this, your birth and your nativity, your native, what is native to you, your ideology, what you naturally do are from the land of Canaan. Your father was an Amorite. Somebody say Amor. You remember the play on, on words with that. Um, and the mother, a Hittite. So because you are in Nigerian, or because you grew up in a home where dad didn't have a job, or mommy had a job, and the job was grinding pepper, and all those kind of menial things, right? And so money came in in trickles, was not predictable. You have certain tendencies that you have acquired over time. So it seems strange to you to have millions of naira in stocks or investments, you can't, it's very strange. It's a weird concept to you because many of the struggles you have are struggles of natural nativity. That's what they are. And so you're in adult life. Christ has paid it all, yet you can't pay your bills. Oh, come on, talk to me right now. You believe that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you apart from pay your tuition. Can we talk now? Look at your neighbor, say struggles of nativity. As for your nativity on the day you were born, your novel cord was not caught. Your attachment to your state of origin, it was not severed. God had not dealt with that. And so what happened was you were not washed. So you had some hangover, some carryover, some slime, some smirk. You were not rubbed with salt with the right words. Let your speech always be seasoned with salt. You hadn't heard teachings like this. And so what happened was no one was there to cleanse you with the water of the word. And uh, nobody wrapped you up uh, in swaddling clothes. You had not confessed that you are wrapped in a royal raiment. No eye pitied you to do any of these things for you, to have compassion on you. But you were what? You were what? You were thrown into the open field when you were loathed or loathed, despised. Nobody paid special attention to you. Verse 6, let's read verse 6 together. And when I passed by you, saw you struggling in your own blood, I said to you in your blood, what? Leave, I said to you in your blood, leave. Verse 7, I made you thrive like a plant in the field. And you grew, matured, and became a very beautiful. Somebody shout, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. Shout, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. And the last line we're going to read, your breasts were formed, your hair grew. Somebody say, that's not me. The last two parts, because I'm not naked, I'm clothed, amen? Now, let's go real quick to John chapter 10, verse 10, and then I'll give us seven statements, or seven philosophies, or seven kingdom insights. John chapter 10, verse 10. You can take it from verse 7. Then Jesus said to them again, most assuredly I say to you, I am the door. 
of the sheep. All who ever came before me, what are they? Thieves and robbers. In other words, if you try to access the things of God without the door of God, you will be deprived by thieves and robbers. Every project you engage on that is not within the dictates of the Christ concerning you is stealing from you and robbing you. Oh, but I made some money. Yes, you made some money, but you lost some peace. Oh, but I gained more followers on Twitter. It's not the number of followers. It's where are they following you to? Oh, but I'm now very popular. <laughs> Have you forgotten? Michael Jackson became so popular. But at the end of his life, he wasn't singing Thriller. Because it wasn't very thrilling. And he became more of a money-making machine than a human being. Such that people profited from his death for their own selfish... Are you following this? How many of you know that it's almost impossible for there to be any other human being who will spark the kind of sensation that Michael Jackson sparked? Almost impossible. No competition. Like people were fainting at his concerts. Now folks are talking about Wizkid. Wiz who? Compared to the earthly glories of... How do you know Michael Jackson? Wako Jacko. He literally sold millions of bottles of Pepsi. Give Coca-Cola around for their money. So if it's popularity you want, there is a way to do it. There are people who have mastered the alchemy of popularity. So I have to sell a part of your soul and all of that. Give them a few months or years. They're going blue. But what does it profit a man? A soul, a human being. If he loses his soul, or rather if he gains the world and loses his soul. All who ever came before me, they are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Verse 9, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And what will happen? He will go in and out. And in other words, Jesus is saying, I am not restrictive. I am directive. Because if you come into me and I say you can go in and out, I'm not trying to restrict you. I'm trying to direct you. Until you come into me, you don't know what to go out into. Do you get it? So Christ is not restrictive. Christ is directive. Christ is constructive. It says you go in and out. And what will you find? You will find pasture. Let's read verse 10 together loud and strong. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more Please help me get out of your seat and go to seven people. Tell them live, 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 live. Seven people. Somebody look at yourself and say, Damn it, Lola, live. The Bible says, I saw you in your own blood. And when I saw you in your blood, I said to you, leave 
and has said you I made you to thrive in other words in God's book struggling is not living survival is not living can I prophesy over somebody who has faith to receive you will not survive in 2022 survival is a waste of the weight of grace you ought to do more than survive. You ought to do more than get by. You ought to do more than just narrowly escape. In 2022, I don't know who I am speaking to, but you will not just survive. You will live well. You will live strong. You will live long. You will live large. You will live intentionally. You will live in good health. You will live in the middle of celebration. You will live enjoying massive opportunities. You will live and have an overflow that others will live off of you. In the name of Jesus. The trappings and the ties to the survival mentality. God himself is cutting them right now. He's severing you from small mindedness. You have no idea how it happens that now your salary is 10 million naira a year yet you have nothing to show for it the problem is not the amount the problem is the mentality of your nativity that mentality earned a thousand or two thousand naira every day and spent it every day so there is a tie to that nativity now whether it's 10,000 or 10 million the ideology is that it must be spent finished Look at somebody say God is cutting it because you have to leave. Spirit of the Most High God, as we enter into deeper depths in your word, we open up the recesses of our minds and our hearts, our contemplation to the operation of your spirit. I take authority by the Holy Ghost today and I break every wrong mindset, limiting belief, every ideology that is not constructive, I break now in the name of Jesus. Let the brilliant light of the truth of your word penetrate every soul, permeate every life and proliferate itself and its nature in every expression of our lives. Lord, I take authority over every small-mindedness, every limitation, every barricade, every hindrance. I roll the stones away and I command anything that represents Lazarus in our lives to come forth. I speak to everyone who's struggling in their own blood. Leave in the name of Jesus. Leave in the name of Jesus. Leave in the name of Jesus. Dead dreams come back to life. Dead gifts be activated again. Dead possibilities be renewed, be revived, be refreshed, be rejuvenated, be relaunched in the name of Jesus. Clarity of thought. Cognitive capacity. But most importantly, Christ-likeness. That when we live in us, we live, we will not live to ourselves. We will live unto Christ. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Seven quick statements. I'm hoping I can finish the seven in the time I have left. So let's run. Let your spirit be open. Be responsive. Be responsible. And don't get stuck in uh, academic mode. Receive. Sultan is good to see you. The, fir the very first principle, if you are going to leave, what's leave, L-I-V-E, an acronym I, I coined, you know, I love acronyms a lot because it make wisdom more portable. L-I-V, leave in view of eternity. L, leave, I, in, V, view of eternity. Do you get that? Live. So the best way to leave is to leave in view of eternity. 
Now, scientists and management consultants have discovered this, that the more short-term you are in the considerations of factors concerning your life, the more you are likely going to make dumb decisions and silly mistakes. But if you are more long-term, you're likely going to make smart decisions. So how many of us look back, you know how they will say what I would tell my 16-year-old self? How many of you, if you had to write to your 16-year-old self, you just first of all shake your head a little bit. Like, like, dude, what were you doing? What, what were you doing? What were you up to? Oh, nobody here is going to do like that. Some of you, even your 18-year-old self. For some of you, your 22-year-old selves. Some of you, even your 24. You know, because you were making decisions in the moment. You were, I mean, you were not Dr. Alban, but you were saying, it's my life, it's my life. Stop disturbing me, stop bugging me, and all of that, right? Because you were short-term in your thinking. So the more short-term you are in your thinking, the more likely you are to make mistakes. When you said yes to that guy, you said yes to that guy. You didn't know that guy had guile, but all you could smell was the Ferragamo perfume, the Paco Rabanne uh, cologne. You saw his shiny shoes. The fact that his shoes are shining does not mean his mind is not dull. Right? But, but you were caught up in the moment. For some people who graduated from being caught up in the moment to catching seeds in their bellies and the uh, baby in your belly, some of y'all, the founding seven that played in the in the heat of the moment, you in the heat of the moment, he hit on you and things were on track, so it became a heat track. <laughs> because you were short term in your thinking look at your neighbor say could it be you pastor is talking about this morning most of your decisions in life are short-term decisions true or true well talk to me true or true are you all quiet most of your decisions were limited you didn't think so far you didn't consider the consequences so long so you got that job, they were paying you 60,000 you swore allegiance. Said, I will never leave this place. Why? Because you are not grown in your capacity to understand that you could develop a few more skills or acquire a few more certificates or exposure and actually earn in the same organization 600,000 naira, not by force, but by value. But you didn't know. So you swore allegiance and said, anytime you want me or need me, I am yours to a company instead of to God. You are short term. So when we don't live in view of eternity, we are going to make dumb decisions. We are going to be short term in our thinking. We are going to be restricted in our thinking. There's a scripture I did not plan to read, but I sense in my spirit that I need to read right about now. Let's go real quick to the book of Luke. I believe it's chapter 12. Shama Gadibazalabasis. No more short term thinking. No more short term thinking. Help me if you find it. I think it's, it's the story of the guy whose bands came up with plenty and said to his soul, My soul, yes, 
Uh, yeah, 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 that's it. Luke 12 from verse 16. Then I spoke to them a parable saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully and he thought within himself saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? You see, he was living from an earthly perspective. And when you're living from an earthly perspective, you are thinking more about self. So he thought to himself, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? Are you seeing the focus of his life? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my bonds. Are you seeing that now? A life whose circumference is self is a small life. A life whose circumference is self is a small life. I is too small a circle to produce God things. I, I, I. And said I will store. So this guy is in storage mode, not distribution mode. He's in storage mode, not sowing mode. He's in storage mode, not proliferation mode. And it says in verse uh, 18, so he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns, build greater, and there I will store all my crops and all my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for what? Many years. Take your ease. Flanger. Eat. Drink. And be. But God said. What did God say? What's fooling your traditional language? Order. Okbonu. Okwe Makes the mind. God said, fool. What did he say? This night, your soul will be required of you. Then, whose will those things be which you have Provided verse 21 so is he who lays up treasure for what himself but is not rich somebody say live in view of eternity in other words you must live with the mentality that anything I have right now I'm just a temporary steward there's no permanent owner of the earth or on the earth Rockefeller, who rocked more than a fella, has rocked away. He's not, <laughs> he's not here to lay claim to any of the things that he had. Are we here now? So what are the seven principles that we need? Number one, life. That's the first principle. The first principle is life. Just write life. All of them are sequential and strategic. You're going to see the brilliance of those points by the time I get to seven. Number one, life. Thoughts about life. Establish this in your mind. God is the source of life. I hope somebody gets this as, as great as I got it. And when I share with my wife as well, she was like, oh my. Listen to this. Life is not the source of God. God is the source of life. Therefore... Life does not define God. God defines life. That means I don't look at life to see whether God is good or not. I look at God to know how life can be good. 
Watch this. Our theology of God should not come from life. In other words, we shouldn't look at life and say, but this is happening. That means God is this. Our theology of life should come from God. So I don't experience life and think I know God. I experience God and then get to know life. This is a game changer. Because then it frees you from trying to prove like you know everything. Because for everything you think you know, something has happened that has defied that theology. Oh, can I talk right now? I was speaking to somebody yesterday. Uh, somebody yesterday. And the person was talking about somebody else. And the person was talking about certain expressions of God that do not look like the, uh, what the expressions of God should be. But you cannot deny that God is inside. I don't want to give details. So we'll just begin to join the dots. In other words, when we look at life and try to know God, guess what happens? There will be a lot of confusion. Life is not my teacher. God is my teacher. God is not a page in the textbook of life. Life is a page in the textbook called God. So if I study life to know God, I will read God wrong. But if I study God to know life, I will see life as God sees it. Please, I know there's a work generation. Very, very work. Okay. If you are really, if you want to be work, okay. Okay means look up. In other words, you can discern the earth correctly until you focus on the one who made it. So what generation, I wrote this down so I can read it the way I received it. Our theology of God should not come from life. Our theology of life should come from God. My worldview should be God scripted. My God view should not be world scripted. The way I see God should not be decided by a troll on Twitter who's telling me I talk about Jesus too much. How can I talk too much about the one by whom all things were made? Oh, y'all not hearing what I'm saying right now. And many believers are begin beginning to get defensive and apologetic when we ought to be advancing and offensive. The message of the gospel is not a defensive gospel. It's an offensive gospel. So if you're trying to protect your reputation, you're reading God wrong. Jesus says they will hate you because they hate me. Well, I'm not getting so many emails right now. I said, I'm not getting so many amens right now. So this year is not the year of, but if God is good, why did this happen? Because my faith is not in my understanding. My faith is in my God. 
Oh, can I talk? There's a generation that is so logical. Once it does not fit within the framework of our logic, we think it dislodges God. It doesn't dislodge God. Do you know in the times of Jesus, bad things were happening. And Jesus said, he said, look at the Tower of, uh, the tower of Siloam. Was this Tower of Siloam? The Tower of Siloam, find it for me. So look at the Tower of, I think, Siloam or something that fell and 18 people died. Find it, find it, find it, find it. Things in the book of Luke as well. In the days of Jesus, that is the fullness of the Godhead bodily was on earth. And towers were fallen. Give it to me when you find it. Tower of Siloam, Luke 13, the chapter after this. Verse 4. Come on, let's read it so we see that. And those 18 in Jerusalem. Where is Jerusalem? Jerusalem was a holy city. Was the epicenter of the glory of God. People traveled to Jerusalem to experience God. He said in that place, the ones crushed and killed when the Tower of Siloam collapsed. Now, you see towers now and they're a big deal. Imagine towers back then with limited technology, no crane. What it took to build a tower would have been like a skyscraper in Ikoyi or something. Look at what I said. I said, do you think that they were the worst citizens than all the other Jerusalemites? So there's a theology that says if something bad happens, that means somebody did something bad. Jesus is saying, see, I have access to the records of heaven. These are not the worst people. But they died. And it didn't stop God from being God. Because it's not life that tells me whether God is good or not. God is bigger than my understanding of him. Oh, are you hearing what I'm saying? God is good anyhow, anytime, anywhere. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So the response in all things, give thanks. Jesus is saying that. Do you know what the pressman would have said? This guy, you're not really saved. Resurrect them now, raise them. Should be a dead raiser. Listen, it's not every dead person God wants to raise. And he does not need to explain the reason to you. There's one of my friends. Many of you know him. The Lord is using him very powerfully. Powerfully. A few dead people have been raised in their ministry. One time we're speaking and they say, you know what? Pastor, I'm just that. Said any dead person that is dead now. People are calling me. Raise him. Raise him. I think Kenneth was in the office today. Said everybody just say, any dead person. Say, I can't call his name. Say, please, pastor, pray, pray. Raise him, raise him. He says he's getting weary of, of the feelings of having to raise dead people. But it's not everybody who's prayed for that has come. In fact, it's a fraction. If God is really good, if God is really good, see your mouth like if God is really good. <laughs> Do you know how many mouths have passed? One of the things this series will let you see is that God doesn't see death the way we see death. Do you know how people die? A person dies every second. So it, it means that God cannot feel the pain of that death the way we do it. God will be in perpetual therapy. So there's a logic of God we are getting into through the series. That you will look at death and say, should I die or should I wait? 
because to die is gain for me, but for me to live is Christ for you. So I will wait until I have enough Christism released in my generation. Somebody shout, I have a choice in the matter. Shout aloud and say, I have a choice. My worldview should be God scripted. My God view should not be world scripted. The world is not intelligent enough to articulate God. But God is wise enough to articulate life. A lot of things won't make sense when you are trying to find God in life. But everything will eventually make sense when you find life in God. I hope somebody's receiving this. So God is the source of life. Life is not the source of God. Man in his attempt to find God, he looked at life in India and he saw elephants. Say, ah, elephant, Carol. Good morning, sir. To elephants. Just because something is bigger than you does not make it your God. Elephant. You know, in India, they have how many gods do they have in India? Is it nine million or something? Finally, you find in Google how many? They just I want the figure. It's crazy. Like everything, almost everything is a god. Cooper, they will see ants. Pew, pew, pew. Three hundred and thirty million deities in India alone. There are seven billion people. That means that they have one twentieth number of human beings as God. That means in India, if you are not careful, you go there by the power of the Holy Ghost, you become a God. That's what happened in ancient Greece, Greece, right? When they saw Peter, sorry, Paul and Apollos, they wanted to make them gods. They said, "This one is Zeus." Are you hearing me? By the supernatural, life will not conquer you. You are conquering life. Through the series, you conquer life. So let's read scripture. 1 Corinthians 8, 5 to 6. 1 Corinthians 8, 5 to 6. In Nigeria, what's the biggest God in Nigeria? What's the biggest God? What's the biggest God in Nigeria? Money! Is a God in Nigeria. Life is not God in Nigeria. It's money. How do you know? What you, how you know the God of your life. Or the God of a space. Or the God of a thing. Is the end point of all they are doing there. It's not what they are doing. That determines whether, what their God is. Is the end point. So in Nigeria. Somebody wears a, what's that thing? You know, wants to keep abreast with the society. Lo and behold. Fame, attention. Says she's an influencer. Influencer what? Maybe she's an influencer. Online. I promise you, there's a smile on your face. You can just make it full. 
Come on, that's it. That's better. Come on. That's Tony, is that your brother? Oh, but you guys could pass for brothers. Or is your brother in Christ? He's your beak with which you write. B-I-C, brother in Christ. I, I don't know. For even if they are so-called gods, in Nigeria, the end point of many things is money. The last man wants money. The police man wants money. The nurse wants money. Security, pardon? Even NGO is for money. That's it. So it says, for even if they are so-called small GODs, whether in... Why does it say that? There's some gods in heavens, in the heavens. Who are the gods in the heavens? They are principalities that deify themselves. And I'll show you so you can understand. The gods in the heavens, they have proliferated influence on earth. In other words, the gods in the heavens, they have cultural resonance in multicultural spaces. So for example, what is Shango in Greek mythology? I think a Zeus because that's the lightning, right? Thor is the hammer. That's Ogun, the god of iron. Yemoja is little mermaid. Mami water is Poseidon. Of the Are you understanding that? So why is there god of hammer or iron in Yoruba land? And in Greek land, there's Thor. There is a demon spirit in the heavenlies that manifests itself as that God in different cultures. This is the reason there is no God of dollars, but there is God of money. So whether it's dollars or pounds or Dutchmark or yen, are you seeing? It will manifest itself that way. So in Yoruba land, there's Shango, they have Zeus. There is Thor, you have uh, Ogun, there's Yemoja, they have Poseidon. It is not the earthly things, it's a spiritual influence over there that will manifest itself in different generations, taking advantage of what God made for his own glory. Somebody say life. Is, is somebody already seeing life differently? It's that, so what are the things on earth? The things on earth, let, let me get this out. 330 million. <laughs> Can you remember all the gods you worship? Now, my thinking is this. That the devil didn't even have plans to have that many gods. But... <laughs> Because man is influential. I'm not sure I'll get that today, but maybe next week. Because man is influential. He's able to influence things and suggest things to demonic entities. Yes. So somebody comes and, and he brings a phone or laptop bag or something. Ah! This thing looks wonderful. not fine enough. Let me put some paint on it. Get oil. And every morning or evening, pause it. 
get drink offering, poets, get whatever. <laughs> you want to get us started? I have come to wash that. It does all of that stuff. What do you think is going to happen? A demon will sit on it. Because there are no vacant thrones in the realm of the spirit. And God is not going to sit on the figment of man's imagination. But demons will sit on anything. They don't get shame. Demons will sit on anything that has flesh in it, including a church. That has enough flesh. When the flesh quotient of a local assembly becomes great, you will see the amalgamation of spiritual influence and demonic activities. Because of the goodness of God, miracles and signs can still be working in there. But people will be taking the glory to themselves. People will be sleeping with each other anyway. That's not the portion of this house. Let's pray in the spirit of for 30 minutes. As we grow, any illegal seed, thought, ideology, philosophy, manifestation, die, suffocate. Shupela Kelesi, Brugudubudia, Brushipra, Sifras, Lokrikabata, Vrishamatu Pletikatoba, Zufripa Tapata, Lodematila Butoboro do Padede, Rapatatiko Vosopolodo, Reke Patila Bruspelete, Shufra Pataka, Rapane Borabotele Brusas. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Something happening, nothing is happening. There are prayers that are reactive, but there are also prayers that are proactive. Yeah. So in warfare, I've talked about before sometime last year, there are different tools. There are swords. There are swords in the spirit, but there are also arrows in the spirit. Swords in the spirit are for close contact. Arrows are long range. So you don't want the enemy afar off to become the enemy in the circle, right? Do you get the point? So don't go around and sniff. Ah, I smell flesh on this one. For even if they are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as there are many gods and many lords, that's, you know, demonic entities and fallen spirits, yet for us, there is what? Fidel, I can't hear you. Lamedi, I can't hear you. Easy, I can't hear you. Yet for us, there is one God, the Father, of whom are All things, stars, planets, birds, flowers, waterways, skies, the elephants, the uh, gazelle, the giraffe, all things are of him. God is the creator of all things. The devil did not create anything. And we are for him and one Lord Jesus Christ through whom are all things and through whom... We leave. Somebody say, God is the source of my life. Job 33 verse 4 real quick. Job 33 is not just the source of my life, it's the source of life. The spirit of God has made me and the breath of the almighty gives me life. 
I didn't make myself. God made me. Many of you know you didn't make yourself. Because for some of you, if you made yourself, your nose will be smaller. Your ears will be bigger. Your legs will be a different size based on what you think. And you think that because your legs are a certain way now, your nose is a certain way now, your ears are a certain way now, you think God did not do well. What you did not realize is that if you were to make your nose the way you wanted it to be, maybe you have only one leg. How is it connected? The connection is what God made is perfect. Now, are they without congenital complications that require some kind of surgery or stuff, possibly, or who go through things and then they need to you know, get some work done? possibly but that's not the order of God how do I know that's possible because Jesus explains very clearly did this man sin was he the one that sinned? was born blind he said no that the glory of God may be seen through him so he was born a certain way with a certain defect now in those circumstances there is nothing wrong with you correcting or addressing that but for most people there ain't nothing wrong with you the only thing wrong with you is ologicocoroism You're envious of somebody, some, some, some. Anyway, somebody says, Spirit of God has made me. Acts 17, 24 to 25. Acts 17, 24 to 25. God, who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything. Since what? He gives to all life, breath. And all things for in him will live and move and have our being even as one of your own prophets why are you stuck in verse 25 even as one of your own prophets has spoken 24 25 28 go to 28 for in him will live and move and have a being, as also some of your own prophets, poets actually, not prophets, have said, for we are also his, so life springs off from God. God doesn't spring, spring, spring forth from life. Mark chapter 12. Mark 12, 24 to 27. Jesus answered and said to them, Are you not therefore mistaken? Because you do not know the scriptures, nor the power of God. What was the issue here? They were asking, if somebody marries a wife, the Sadducees, you see, they are sad, you see. Uh, the Sadducees were asking a question. If somebody marries a wife and the person dies, and you know, in their culture, you could pass the wife over to the brother. They said, if the brother also dies, they pass it over to the brother, and the brother also dies, uh, Calm down. See how people give the devil ideas. It says seven brothers. Die, die, die. Jesus said, calm down. Are you not therefore mistaken because you do not know the scripture? So what they were saying actually, the question was, when they all die and they get to heaven, whose wife will this baby be? 
Will they do like sharing system? A day a week. A portion. Give a portion to serve. <laughs> That's what they're asking. Jesus says to them, are you therefore, are you not therefore mistaken? Because you do not know the scriptures, nor the power of God. Verse 25. For when somebody shall will rise from the dead. I want to be so secure in their theology. Many believers are so scared of death. At the end of this series, you will not be scared of death. Amen. I'm actually going to teach one of the lessons, live long. God's principles for living long. And then we're going to deal with the fear of death. Because so many people deal with the fear of death. He says, when. He didn't say if. He says, when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage. So if you are, you see, but they are like angels in heaven. Now, when I say like angels... He's not saying that they are equal to angels. But he's saying the way angels don't have matter, material matter, right? Or they are not reposed in masculinity or femininity. Like you don't find a sexy angel saying, I've just got my wings done. Gabriella. Yeah. By the way, we're not told angels have wings anyway. We're only told cherubim have wings. I believe that most angels do not have wings. That's why they appear and they don't have to tuck their wings somewhere. But you won't find winged angels in the Bible. You're going to find cherubim, winged cherubim in the Bible. So when it says like angels, it's saying their matter, their essence, right? But we are higher than angels. Are you following this? So for those who are married, all the married people in the house, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Married people, don't fall my hand. Wherever you are, from the toilet to the pulpit, if you are married, whether you are almost eight years like LT and I, or you're just about eight weeks like Demol and Doc, shout hallelujah. Oh, I see the Adeo Jews there as well. I think 21 years and counting now. Shout hallelujah. Do you know what it means? There's no marriage in heaven, oh. No? So on this earth, marry our well. That kiss you want to kiss, how should you do it? Oh, I got no witnesses right here. Enoch, hope you are doing that thing well. Vivian. Are you give Enoch? You are not a eunuch. Somebody shall do it well. <laughs> Pilan. <laughs> some of you are laughing, but don't let me mention your names because some of you are quarter two, but I don't know that some people know that you are quarter two. So don't let me mention any so the hearts will not be broken too early. <laughs> they but seriously, this is the reason you must also marry well. So that when you marry well, you do all things well. And not end up in a well of your own tears. Because some people, in the name of, I don't want to say God when, God when, God when, plum is now God well. actually didn't ask for the clap but if you want to do it give it a double double harvest verse 26 
Verse 26. What does it say? But concerning the dead that they rise, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the burning bush passage? I don't want to break it too much, but this should let you begin to know that when Moses wrote that book, he did not call the first one Genesis. He did not call the next one Exodus. He did not call the next one Leviticus, Deuteronomy. He wrote a book. It was for systemic and organizational reference that he broke it. Do you think Moses wrote chapter one? Chapter one, just writing, writing. So it says in the book of Moses, in the burning bush passage, how God spoke to him, saying, I am, not I was. So 400 years after the patriarchs are gone, hundreds of years after the patriarchs are gone, God appears to Moses and does not say, I was the God. What he was saying is saying, I am the God of Abraham. Abraham was not dead. It's just sleeping. Somebody shout life. I'm the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Verse 27. He is not the God. Pooh. Shapaliah. Look at somebody say, I'm not the living dead. I'm not the living dead. God is not the God of the dead, but the God of the... Somebody shout, this life, I will live it. This life, I'm living it. I'm living it well. I'm living it strong. I'm living it long. I'm living it intentionally. I'm living it with definition. I'm living with passion. I'm living, I'm not living apologetically. I'm living enthusiastically. I'm living with capacity. I'm living every day. I will not be the dumping ground for sympathy. Please, how am I look for three people and say, leave it up. Leave it up the God's way. Leave it up the God's way. God's way. Leave it up God's way. Don't be that person. You see, people that don't understand life, they think that taking their life is the end of life. Of course, we don't believe in, uh, in our... Incarnation is that what it's called? Reincarnation. We believe in the incarnation of Christ. Should I talk about that? We believe in the incarnation of Christ. The incarnation of Christ. By the way, what makes the incarnation of Christ powerful is not just that God became man and then he died, was buried, and then ascended. It's that God became man, died, buried, resurrected, ascended, and is still man in the spirit. Do you know why? There is nothing so special about spirits taking on physical form. Demons do it. Angels do it. Hebrews says some have unwittingly entertained angels. In other words, angels look, took on the form of a human being. It's material transubstantiation. They have that privilege in their class of life to be able. So some people that some people have slept with and Jonuni. They were demons. I'm telling you, some. And they deposited something. That's why some people discovered from the first sexual experience they had, they became addicted 
and it was not normal. It was they wanted to do with anything that stood strong, anything, tree, pole, never pole. Just can't get enough. So this this passion is not is not incumbe. Something I've been tempted with. If there is anybody like that here, by the mercy and glory of God, we set you free in the name of Jesus. So there's nothing really special about an angel appearing, a devil appearing as an angel of light, or angels looking like human beings. What's special is staying there and not being rebuked by God. So the Bible says he forever lives to make intercession for us. How do I know he's a man, he's fully man and fully God forever? Because intercession will be illegitimate if you are not one of the kind for whom you are interceding. For a priest is chosen from among men. Therefore, if he stopped being a man, his intercession will cease. Because the qualification for priesthood is manhood. In other words, you must be a man for you to be a priest. Why? God does not need any priest. So right now, he's still a priest. That's why it says you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, which is what confuses the devil. The devil knows he cannot attack God because God cannot be tempted. The devil knows he can attack man. But the problem with this man is that he's a different kind of mankind. So when I think I'm attacking a man, God shows up. Oh, I'm preaching better than somebody's responding. This is what confuses the devil. When it tries to attack you, Christ shows up. For Christ in you is the hope of glory. When you say, I am no longer uh, the life I live has been crucified. I've been crucified with Christ. Therefore, it is not I that lives, yet I live. Uh, but Christ lives in me. The Christ I live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Which means Christ is in me and in Christ. When it tries to attack me, Christ comes forward. Oh, Yabashimba Tamakopalaya. This year, you will really embarrass demons daily. You will really embarrass demons daily. Somebody shout life. Somebody shout life. I can already see. I can only touch one point. Mm. Look at your neighbor say life. Somebody shout life. Somebody shout life. Go real quick. Luke chapter 20, 34 to 38. I'll just stay with point one. We'll continue next week. Jesus answered and said to them, the sons of this age. Remember when I taught you Ephesians 1, 7? And I spoke about the ages. That in the ages, what God wants to do is to give you glory. To share, when I say give you glory, to manifest his goodness. That one age is not long enough. <laughs> so Jesus said the sons of this age. The sons of this age, they marry. And I love this next verse because for some of you, the way it is now, you are manchelos. So we have to give you a marriage. If, if, if you don't marry, it says some marry, but others have to be given. 
yes, Jesus speaks. So this problem don't take. See, it creates the difference there. <laughs> the sons of this age marry and are. <laughs> That's the laughter of somebody that is marrying and being given away in marriage. <laughs> All right, see that now. Verse 35. But those who are counted worthy to attain, look at your neighbor, say stop competing with people that are only relevant in this age. Everything in this age that is not for the Christ will pass away. Now, as I, sometimes I, don't, I don't know why people kill for cars, for likes, for food, for money. Like, you'd be surprised. The series my wife and I were watching, and there's a money issue. See the way the guy was gyrating the blood pressure could pump water from Kainji Dam. <laughs> That's very graphic. But I'm like, people actually behave like this. Because I've been in some circles where some people are doing some businesses and says people are threatening them because of this. I'm like... Kiru, what was there? In the beginning was not the money. In the beginning was the word. See, you will put money to shame this year. So, but those who are counted worthy to attain the, that age. So, who are those who are counted worthy? Let me see if my teaching has sat in this house. Who are those who are counted worthy? The saints. Who are the saints? Saint Toby. <laughs> According to the word, who are the saints? Simple. B-I-C. Believers in Christ. So listen, please. Mr. Solomon, come. Come. Let me have four men real quick. Mr. Solomon is here. <laughs> All these guys, they want to do good works. It's just your blazer is not bad. Oh. Okay. This one's like, well, God, I built many orphanages. Watch that. Those who are counted. But God, I built many orphanages. Ah, I even built orphanages in offer. Or defa offer. Offer. Offer four. Offer ife. Oba. If you're about four, ah, aoba, aoba be aoba, aoba be. Sounds like what was going on there? This one says, ah, that church in Kutuweji, I built it. This one says, if you know how many messages I've preached in this world, <laughs> go and check me from San Francisco to Miami. <laughs> right. 
angels be like, boom, boom, boom. It's not even angels that access that thing. We just use angels. Angels. I want to say angels have suffered, but angels can't have suffered. Angels are like, ah. It's not on fire. <laughs> you didn't mean it. <laughs> you didn't mean it. Preaching records. Didn't register. You built what? What do you call it? Cut away? Cut what? Cut away. Cut away. You know what, what God is saying? This does not count as long as you are not counted. This does not count as long as you are not counted. This does not count. The only thing that counts is the pure blood of Jesus. So for anything to count, it has to be placed in what God counts. And if any man be in, because Christ is the counting context of God. He does not count anything outside of Christ. That's why it says in the fullness of times, he might gather all things in Christ. So for it to count, he hears a gospel message like we preach at Kings. And it's right here. He hears a gospel message. It's right there. He hears a gospel message right there. And so when God is counting, he's counting Christ. And Christ is the captain of our salvation. A captain must have an army behind him. So every other thing a believer does is recruited into the army of Christ. So if you are doing anything that you don't want to use for Christ, he does not Oh, I got a deal from Sony Pictures. But Sony said I should remove Jesus and the blood and Holy Spirit. Of course, you have removed it and you have removed your rewards. You're going to get a million dollars. And a million knocks for the first 1,000 years in eternity. <laughs> I don't think so. And it'll close. So I'm going to say those who are counted worthy. So that counted worthy is not, I now have to go and do extra, extra. <laughs> All right. And the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor give it in marriage. Thank you, brothers. Uh, verse 36. Nor can they die anymore, for they are equal to the angels. I've explained what that equality is. You are higher than angels, but it's saying in substance. And are sons of God. Being sons of the... So your, your sonship is in process. In your spirit, complete. It's like transferring files. If you're transferring files on your device, 16% done, 32% done, 35% done. Nepa now took light. This is the reason you remain connected till the end. He that is faithful to the end. Spirit done because that's blood work. Soul progress because that is water work. Body will be done. Spirit work. The blood 
finalizes the salvation of the soul. The word manifests, sorry, the salvation of your spirit, the blood. You can enter into God, God can enter into you. The soul, the water of the word has to wash it. But this body is a spiritual thing. That's why in mortifying the body, it says, by the spirit. Do you get? It is by memory verses. It's a work of the spirit that mortifies the flesh. So, he calls them not only sons of God, but he calls them what? Sons of the flesh. They are bodies who be fathered by immortality. Look at somebody say, that's me. Shout aloud and say, that's me. What's the last verse there? Or the next verse? But even Moses showed in the burning bush passage that the dead are raised. Some of you are like, eh? Is it really possible? Yeah. So the dead are raised. When he called the Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Verse 38. For he is not the God of the what? Dead. But of the living. For all live to him. Quickly, two more passages and we're done. 1 Timothy chapter 6, 13 to 16. 1 Timothy chapter 6, 13 to 16. Let's read this together. I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things. And before Jesus Christ who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. That you keep this commandment without spot. Blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ appearing. Which he will manifest in his own time he who is the blessed and only potentate the king of kings and the lord of lords pause pause who has immortality let me not shake theology here who alone has immortality. Where does it dwell? This is why you cannot see God. But when you see God, you see him through his face called Jesus. He dwells in unapproachable light. Whom no man has seen or can see. To whom be honor and everlasting power. Somebody shout, I'm a son of the resurrection. So who resurrects you is the father. By the power of the spirit. Through the finished work of the son. You see that. So observe, immortality is with God. But he has given it to you. Potentially in your spirit. But your entire being is going to be raptured. Captured. Saturated with that life force of God. And in that life force, if somebody slaps you, the Bible says there will be no more pain. Oh, I don't know who I'm speaking to. There'll be no more backstabbing, no more heartache, no more heartbreak. There'll be no more Nepa just took lights. Oh, they just tapped me in the back and all of that. He said there will be no more that. They will shed no more tears. He will wipe the tears from their eyes. So what do we do whilst we're waiting? Psalm 36 verse 9. Psalm 36 verse 9. So look at what Jesus said in 1 Timothy 6 or Paul says. He said Christ will manifest his coming until or rather manifest his coming in his own time. The early church when the early church was uh, persecuted and attacked. 
Guess what? Many of them didn't have plans for their lives any longer. They didn't make plans for the future. Why? It was easy for you to get saved today and be killed by persecution the next day. So they gave everything they had, including their children's school fees. Oh, follow this now. I want to give somebody some wisdom. They gave everything up. Ah, oh, no, you don't know tomorrow. Said Christ is coming today because Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. So they were always eagerly looking forward to the coming of Christ, the return of Christ. They were eagerly looking forward to that. But guess what? Christ is coming. Christ is coming. Officer is coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. You know all those calls you make? So where are you? I'm on the way. I'm fast approaching. I will soon be there. You'll see me now. The person is in Shagamu. You are in Aja. He said, can you hear the breeze blowing? I'm fast approaching. In your mind, fast approaching means Ikoi or something. You have like a 25 minute markup on your expectation. You have no idea that the person had not conquered Lagos about our express road. And then many people in the church are stranded and then they became the poorest in society because, because of the expectations of eternity, they did not maximize the opportunities of the now. Then came another generation that was so focused on now. Jesus is coming, he's coming. <laughs> I beg. It will come by, I must blow first. Let me tell you how you're a part of that generation. When we say Jesus is coming, so many people say, please let me marry first. <laughs> Kenneth is raising her hand. Now since he has wasted, waited this long, you should please just wait a few more years. But this is, as I close, what we ought to do. For with you is the... With you is the... Fountain of life. So God defines life as a fountain. The core of it is rooted in eternity. But if you've been to a fountain before, there are parts of the water that are splashing a wide distance. God is saying, stop being so focused on the root cause that you're not making the most of what's available right now. In other words, you've seen some believers, and I mean no disrespect, and I know that some people are actually called, some people, few people, are called to full-time prayer. That is their work, that is their assignment. But there are many people who are just Painless and lazy and irresponsible and the only comfort they have is to run to a prayer house or a prayer place. All in the name of Christ is coming. Christ is coming. School fees they can pay. Accommodation is broken down. No human communication skills. They're not developing themselves. But what God wants is you have your eyes on eternity but you are walking the ground now. You have your eyes on eternity. You know it's a fountain. It's not a tap. It's a fountain. So the life is springing forth in different places and different patterns and you're given expression to the fullness of that fountain help me look at somebody say stop hanging around a well it's a fountain stop just decorating yourself and widening away time it's a fountain so what do you do make money but keep your eyes on eternity what do you do get
that's marriage. But keep your eyes on eternity. What do you do? Make friends and keep your eyes on eternity. What do you do? Wax the album, write the book, develop the app, partner with a consortium, collaborate, but keep your eyes on Somebody shout aloud and say, keep your eyes on eternity. The one who descended from heaven to take men up to the throne of God, Jesus the Christ himself. See how he lived his life. See how he lived his life. Did he attend parties or not? Did he attend parties or not? In other words, the Owambe of his days, Jesus Owambe. Are you Jesus day here? He day here. Jesus day here. In other words, go to a party, but take Jesus into the party with you. Don't let the party de-Jesus you. But let Jesus departy you from some parties. But when you go to the right kind of parties, take Jesus with you. Did Jesus talk to men or not? So I don't talk to boys. I don't talk to boys. Talk to men, but make sure Jesus is the dictator of that conversation. Did Jesus hang around women or not? Did he hang around women or not? Did women hang around him or not? So talk to women, but make sure that is Jesus that regulates your... Did Jesus talk to children? In other words, there was no sphere of life Jesus did not interact with. And that's the one who came from eternity. Are you more eternity conscious than Jesus? Why are you living a splintered, fractured, weak, lily liver, jelly jawed, spaghetti or indomie kind of life that is without spice, that is bland, that is boring? Jesus interfaced on land, interfaced on water, ate fish, talked to people, spoke to kings. I don't know about you, but I'm going to live my best life. I'm going to live my life to the fullest. I'm going to express the fullness of God's promises concerning my life. I'm going to interact. I'm going to engage. I'm going to connect. I'm going to produce. I'm going to create. I'm going to multiply. I'm going to advance. I'm going to raise you and raise people that you will raise. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Hey! Look for five people. Tell them, leave, 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 leave. Leave, 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 leave. I'm getting ready to close, but some of you are still sitting down like you're already 95. But have I got anybody who at 70 is still with swag? Leave. At 80, you're still looking good. Leave. You're still manifesting the kingdom. Leave. Jesus was about to die. He still had time for supper. You're not hearing that. See, see, you're not afraid to eat just because you're about to change rooms. Say, how can you want to die and you're eating? I'm not dying. I'm moving from the room of the earth to the room of the Father's throne. If you're going to move into your bedroom, are you afraid to eat in the living room? In fact, if care is not taken, you will eat. And Jesus did that. When he crossed over into immortality in his physical form, he still ate food. 
He walked through a wall and the food did not hang on the wall. Because the food conformed to the image of the eater. Some of y'all didn't hear what I just said. He ate food with them. And when he walked through a wall, the food did not get plastered on the wall. You're living your best life this year. You're living a full life this year. You will enjoy your life this year. This year, stress, minimal stress, because some stress is good. Minimal stress, minimal tension. Some tension is good. Without friction, you can walk successfully on the ground. You sleep and fall. So some tension keeps you grounded. Your marriage needs some tension. I hope you know that. Many people are very surprised when they get married and there's some tension. If there's no tension, that means there's no friction. If there's no friction, that means there's no groundedness. If there's no groundedness, there's no stability. If there's no stability, you will slide away from each other. But don't let the tension become hypertension. That is now, Joe, you're going to leave this year. Tolu, you're living this year. Give me a beautiful smile. You're living this year. Demo, demo. You have already started living. You're about to create more living things. Where's Maiwa? Maiwa's in the house today. Been busy with daddy duties. Has a beautiful princess. Leave. This is not the year to be codedly in a place. This person's a new person. I know she's been here for six months. For what? Bring life into the place. Three and a half years, Jesus didn't have any Instagram account. He took over popularity from the emperor. He was not campaigning for popularity. People were campaigning for his popularity because he had so much life. Jesus was so life. He was so full of life. He multiplied it. You give him a loaf of bread, he'll give you five. That's life. Death is everything people give to you reduces. That's death. Life is they give you an idea. You spin it off. You show them the next level of that idea. They give you an idea, you execute. They give you execute, you supervise. They give you supervision, you manage. They give you management. You keep, that's what life is. He said it's a fountain. Somebody touch your belly and shout, I carry a fountain of life. Just one of seven points. Leave life. Speak about the characteristics of living beings in the first service. That means you move, you inspire and exhale. You feed, you respond to stimuli. Everyone I encounter this year, I give them life. I add life to their life. Please hold on. We're going to pray this again. But you know many people, if they tell them you have three and a half years to leave, do you know many of them will be so sober and depressed? 
three and a half years, sober and depressed. Jesus knew when he was going to die. He did not gather a crowd to start sorrowing. Ah, guys, <laughs> since I'm going to die, let me not do anything. No, since you're going to die, do you do yet? Now, a lot of people have said, you know, it's going to be better. I wish the day I was born. God's date tags me. De birthday and death day. The reason I know from a logical premise that wouldn't make your life much better is that you went to university and you knew when exams were. <laughs> and you still did not read till two weeks. <laughs> As you were entering the two to three days, as we're entering, now listen, listen, you must develop this confidence in your core, in your faith, in your spirit, because in, in school, you can copy someone's work, right? In life, you can copy someone's life, but you can't copy their death. Peter, they were going to crucify him like Jesus from church history. Said, no, you can't kill me the way you killed my master. Turn me upside down. But guess what? Peter was possibly in his 60s or so. Almost twice as old as Jesus. 50s or 60s. He didn't die at the same time. Please observe this. Life can be emulated, but death is personal. Legacy is personal. The only person that should die for you has already died. I'm not saying, live for me. That your life should be a continuation of my life in you. And it's not a, like I said at the beginning, it's not a restrictive life, it's a directive life. In other words, this is the best way. Just live for me. That's the height of your life is expressed as I would through you. I want us to really pray. God, this year, live through me. Live through me. From the barber shop to the salon, the bus stop, the Uber, the boat. Live through me. Live through me. All through this year. All through this year. Dabadaki Madohosis. 18, some of you are 22, some of you 30, some of us almost 40, some of us in our 40s, some of us in our 50s, maybe one or two of us in the 60s zone, but all of us have already spent enough time living for ourselves. You don't have to wait till you're two decades away. And if you're 18, 19, 20, you say, oh, but I still have time. Well relatively do you really have time 50 OBJ questions 3 theory questions 2 and a half hours it looks like a long time but have you noticed by the way one of the worst ways to write an examination is to go in without a watch oh you're holding it because <laughs> you don't know how much time has passed that's why Jesus said watch and And the obsession is not how much time do I have left. The obsession is what would you have me do now, Lord? Because 
if we learn to live for him, we will not struggle to die for him. If we practice the art of dying daily, we would have rehearsed well enough to die well when death comes. Oh, is anybody hearing that? So some folks, when death comes, even when they see it coming, like illness or sickness, they get very scared. And for some people, not everybody, but some people, the reason is, you've not practiced dying. You've never got to, go to a place where you give all the money you had. Never got to a place where you give all the opportunity. You've not, you've not killed yourself at any time. So when the real death now comes, it's now something new. You need to have certain altars. I'm not saying give all your money away every time. But you need to have two or three altars in your life where you knew, I did something for Christ. That was not my normal senses. It makes your walk with him rock solid. And it makes your ability to give everything up. Like second nature. So Father, we raise our hands to you today. Thank you for speaking to us so clearly this first Sunday of 2022. You've spoken so much life into us. Life. Life. We see life differently. We don't try to see God in life. We see life in the light of God. And because we see life in the light of God, we have clarity. And we have precision. We have capacity, God. This is our best year yet. Because we are not afraid of death. We are so full of life. We are vibrant. We are exciting. We are thrilling. We add value. We conquer depression. We conquer weakness. We conquer self-consciousness. Envy has no room in our hearts and lusts and cares and doubts are jettisoned because we are so full of life and so full of light and so full of glory. Because God, you're not a God of the dead, but you're the God of the living. So we'll live for you. We'll live in you. We'll live with you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Come on, somebody give him praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can we celebrate Jesus one more time? What a way to start the year. Can you make some noise and celebrate Jesus? Whoa. Can we just bless Pastor Damien this morning? What a way to start the year. Can we just bless him from our hearts? Can we just bless him? Can we just bless him? Lord, we pray that you will be filled. Overflowing. Overflowing. Overflowing in wisdom, in strength. Overflowing in grace. Overflowing in anointing. Overflowing. We pray for you as your spiritual children this morning. We wrap you up. We build a hedge around you. Strength upon strength. This year, grace upon grace. No weak days. No dark days. No empty days. 
as you have poured in us, we pray for an outpouring. An outpouring in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Can you celebrate Jesus? Wow! What a way to start the year. I mean, this is a typical new year, new me. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.